at this time and each morning at this time, we'll offer some reflections about the process of being on a retreat and instruction with regard to the meditation practice. And so, just invite you to give your attention to the listening, to receiving and uh, taking in what's offered. And to notice that while we're listening, we can at the same time be in touch with our body, have a sense of being connected, being grounded, being in touch with where we are. So that we're we're engaged in a way that's conducive to understanding and deepening. The practice of insight meditation is at its heart concerned with what it means to wake up, what it means to be wakeful, what it means to live a life of wakefulness. And so we will offer a range of possibilities and suggestions and invitations with regard to the meditation practice, with regard to the way that one could most usefully engage with the time and the practices and the forms that are here. And with that, to hold it or to understand it within this context of an interest in what it means to be awake, what it means to bring this human life more fully alive and conscious into contact with what is possible for us. And what is possible for us can be spoken of in many ways. Traditionally, in this context, we might speak about wisdom and compassion, about peace and freedom, about kindness and understanding, and many things besides. And so the techniques are are important, but more fundamentally, we're interested in seeing what happens in response to the way we engage with our life, seeing what's possible to be brought forth from our hearts, our minds, our bodies, in fact. And we've spoken or pointed in the the title and description of this retreat to the possibility of what it means to practice with earth, to find our ground. And in simple terms, we can understand our ground as being available through what it means to be present, to be awake right here, right now. To not be so lost in the unconscious habits, reactivities, and often entanglements that we find playing out within our hearts, our minds, and our bodies, in our lives and equally when we engage in meditation, can often seem. To give ourselves, as we, we talk about paying attention, but I, I find it, and it's a helpful thing to consider, that when we talk about paying, it's like currency. Attention is currency. It's like it's something of value. 
to pay attention. And sometimes it can be helpful to think of this or to consider this as an offering. What is to give your attention, to give yourself to your experience, to the simple meeting, the encountering, the opening to what is here. And with that, it's so helpful initially to give, give attention to our body. And our body is an expression, amongst other things, of the, the quality the Buddha spoke of as earth. Quality of earth having a sense of solidity, substantiality, sometimes firmness, we could say. And this is one aspect of what we experience with our body. It's here in a certain tangible, substantial way. And it provides a really supportive ground for our attention, for this remarkable capacity we have to know what's happening, to be awake in our experience. And so we use our body in this way, And we make it the initial primary field of attention. So we're making a choice to say, this is what I will give my attention to. And not so much concepts or ideas of the body or assessments, evaluations or judgments about our body, but the simple experience of what we notice, what we experience when we turn our attention to this that we call body. And in doing so, of course, we notice our body in relationship to the earth, the ground upon which we rest. And this can be really helpful in beginning to just notice what it's like for your body to be resting right now as it is upon the earth. And to notice what it is also to just hear sounds that might arise, our attention might go to a sound, And then we can bring our attention back to our body. And uh, I was going to mention this at the end of the meditation, but just so you know, that uh, there is amongst us uh, at least one person for whom monitoring certain elements of uh, their bodily health and well-being is being done through an electronic device. And it might occasionally alert this person to uh, what's happening that they may need to attend to. So please don't be concerned. It's not someone who's uh, getting messages from their mates. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a way of someone caring for their well-being. And, uh, it's amazing that we have technology that can allow that these days. And so we, we notice what happens when something arises. And here, you know, um, we might find our responses equally to that information that's just been offered. And then we, acknowledging those responses, can just, oh, okay, what's it like to be sitting here right now as we are? <clears throat> And as I was just saying, there's this sense of ground in our bodies. And there's also the sense of, and, and this earth element that the Buddha spoke about of solidity. And say more about other elements as we go, but for now just noticing this one. And how our body rests upon the earth. There is something upon which our body does rest, upon which our body can rest. And just taking a moment to bring your attention to wherever it might be that you notice your body resting on the earth. It may be your knees, your feet, your bottom. If you're sitting in a chair, I invite you to put your feet on the ground to really feel that contact with the earth through the feet, through, if you're sitting on the floor, through your seat, through your bottom, through your legs, perhaps if you're kneeling, it might be your knees more. Just noticing what that's like. And then taking a moment also to notice the uprightness of your body. There's something so helpful in establishing a quality of uprightness within the posture. Sense of engagement, alertness, intentionality that's expressed in that 
upright dimension, that vertical axis, we could say. And in doing so, to notice, just as there is the earth beneath us on which we rest, so too there is the space around us and above us, to call the sky, that allows, and we could also say invites us, to be upright, to extend from this ground upon which we rest, to extend up into what is possible for us, to be upright, dignified, alert and awake. And then, having established that sense of contact with the ground below, sensing directly the firmness, the solidity which allows us to rest upon it, the space around and above that allows and invites us to be upright, we can relax, just inviting your body to let go of any holding that's not required for uprightness or for stability. And wherever we might notice any tension or holding in our body, it's so often habitual, unconscious, without in any way judging that it's there, offering it the possibility of releasing, of letting go, of softening. And as we settle into our body and the experience of being where we are, we quite naturally start to notice the rhythm and flow of breathing taking place within this body. The movement of rippling sensation as our body draws air in. And the body expands and rises softly. As we breathe out, the body softens and drops. Air is released from our body into the space around us. And we can use this element of the bodily experience, this natural organic process of breathing in and breathing out as as a particular aspect of body that it's so useful to connect with that we don't need to produce because it happens quite naturally by itself and yet which we can turn towards as a way of even more deeply grounding and anchoring our attention where we are in the immediate experience of being right here. And our suggestion with regard to this is not to try and tightly hold on to a particular point or location of experience within the breathing, but to notice where it feels available, accessible, where you can sense directly what's taking place in your body. And if you don't feel anything particularly of that process, You're very welcome, if you'd like, to begin and perhaps to continue equally, just to place the soft, open palm of your hand in contact with your torso, perhaps the upper belly, the lower or mid-chest, and just notice what happens as you make contact, soft, open palm, touching your body. And what I notice is that it makes the breathing more clear, distinct and accessible, without the breathing needing to change at all. If you find this helpful, you're very welcome to practice in this way, but it's not required. The invitation is to see what supports and serves making and sustaining a connection with the breathing body. So it may be in a more sort of an area of your body that stands out to you. Maybe the chest or the belly, the throat or the nostrils and the airways. 
but at the same time having a sense of the way the breath moves in your whole body. The whole body is included, participates in the activity of breathing. And for some it will be useful to include a little of the space around your body. Again, to try out and see what it's like, what's useful for you. And so we may notice the space around our body from which we breathe in and into which we breathe out. So naturally the space around our body is included in breathing. And our body is connected to that space through the breath that flows from one to the other. And we use this as a way to center and orient our attention. But we're not attempting to exclude other experiences. So quite naturally, there will be the arising of many things. Maybe the sounds of the day. Birds singing. This voice. Someone nearby moving bodily sounds. Whatever we notice, it's okay, we can just notice. Without resisting, but equally not, or pushing away, but equally not needing to pick up and do something with what comes to us. Likewise, there may be sensations in our body, pleasant or uncomfortable sensations can arise. Just take a moment to notice them. And then, Gently returning your attention to the experience of breathing, your body breathing, just as it does. If you find strong or uncomfortable sensations arising, maybe we would describe it as painful, just to notice what that's like and See if you can relax, soften. Sometimes with the out-breath, we can just find a bit of space, a bit of room, breathing out into the place where it may be difficult. Not reacting against the experience, trying to get rid of it. But at the same time, knowing we have permission, if it should be, that it's more than feels useful or possible, without making a battle out of it that we can just make a mindful, caring adjustment to the posture, bending or stretching a limb, or moving from one posture to another, from sitting cross-legged to kneeling, or moving to a chair. And we'll do some standing meditation in the subsequent periods, which you will also be able to employ in the, in the periods of sitting if you find that useful. So being aware of the way we can start to battle with our body when it's tired or uncomfortable, at times that's inevitable for us. So not to give yourself in any way a hard time. It takes a little while to settle. And we have to explore what's possible and what's useful. If we simply move away every time it's uncomfortable, what we find is we get more restless and agitated. If we force ourselves to be unmoving, we likewise will become restless and agitated. Somewhere between the two, the middle way that describes the, the whole path of practice in this case is to be found by bringing a caring attention to what's happening for you, seeing what's needed, seeing what's possible, seeing what's useful. And we'll speak more about posture. And there'll be some time for giving some more attention to it. But for now, just noticing, again, what it's like to be sitting here 
whether in a chair, on a cushion or on a bench. And making contact with where you feel the earth beneath you, your feet, your knees, your legs, or your bottom on the seat, bench or cushion. And really allowing yourself to acknowledge the support that is there. Support for our simple existence, but also support for being wakeful and conscious. And so there may be other experiences that arise too. Thoughts, images, emotional energies. Not pushing away any experience, but equally not needing to pick them up. And noticing when we've been drawn into some reaction or perhaps entanglement with experiences that come to us. So we can simply acknowledge this and begin again. Come back to this body, sitting on the earth and beneath the sky, just as it is. Breathing in and breathing out, moment by moment, just as it does. And giving yourself to this simple experience of being right here and right now. Wakeful, sensitive, alert and simply conscious, present, moment by moment, just as you are.
beginning again and again, right where you are. Whenever you notice you've become lost or disconnected. Not judging or criticizing your experience or yourself in any way, but just noticing where you are. And bringing your attention again to your body, sitting, breathing, right here, right now. Wakeful and attentive, just as you are.
for the last two or three minutes of the meditation. Just continuing to practice giving yourself to this simple, wakeful presence, moment by moment. This body sitting, breathing, just as it does. Receiving each moment, just as it is. Welcome to standing. So perhaps you like to stretch a little. You've been sitting for quite a while. Let your body have some space to, to move. Stretch a little. I'll, uh, uh, I'll speak. Uh, so fee- feel that you uh, that you can have some room, some room to move. Walking meditation. tremendously supportive practice for a number of different reasons. When we come on retreat and we start to settle, uh, often what we feel is how much weariness and tiredness has been accumulated from perhaps a lot of work, from from, uh, a lot of intake of information, so when we come on retreat, there can be a really strong pull to kind of just let, let, let me just rest and sleep and, and perhaps there were 
a few of us that felt sleepy uh, during the meditation now. And so that is fine. There is a kind of sinking that starts to happen. And then it's helpful if we can meet that with a gentle energizing of, of the body and, uh, and a way of being present while, while moving. And as we know, we're walking beings. We walked from the beginning of human history across all the continents in all weathers. And uh, part of what we can engage with is the simplicity of movement. We take it for granted, perhaps, but it's a portable practice. Think of all the times in your life when you're walking from one place to the other. So in this practice, we like to shift our vantage point lower into the body. If you would imagine now that rather than functioning as a lighthouse centered in the mind and looking around, you let your soul, the center of your existence, just drop down into the lower part of your body. You can let your uh, feet relax towards the ground. Just soften all that sensitivity in the soles of the feet. And as you turn your attention to your feet, you may find that the body naturally likes to move and shift, shift the weight. So you can amplify that a bit and just shift your weight around. The weight can shift from side to side, forwards and backwards. can be helpful if there is a little bit of flexibility in the knees. The body has a lot of different ways it can move. In walking meditation, we make use of this simplicity of shifting weight and moving by walking slowly. Walking in the pace, and this may be different for each one of us, that really supports us to be present. This may actually be almost like a kind of walking in water. If you've ever walked in water, which is appropriate today, by the way, like this kind of slow motion moving. Really just one movement at a time, lifting and moving in the placing. And sometimes actually we really need to walk a little bit faster, but we're not trying to get a good workout. We're not trying to go somewhere. This is the art of walking by going nowhere. So we have a walking room if you prefer to be indoors, uh, just next to, uh, to the meditation hall. Uh, and there is the lovely wet garden. Uh, many of you are from, from the UK, so you know what the weather is like. I'm from the north, so I do all weathers. Uh, and I think if you have not, for some mysterious reason, not brought rain clothes, uh, Gaia House may, may have some that they, they uh, can lend you. So you have to see what, what's appropriate for you. But we're, we're engaging in a practice here, not a break time. So find a little piece of earth or ground outside or inside and maybe some five, ten meters, so I do meters, a little stretch. And you let yourself, just like you're doing now, you're standing, Take a 
breath or two and let yourself sink down and have a real sense of earth contact, the ways trees live. And then you just let yourself walk very simply, very slowly, a little stretch. And you stop and you turn around and you walk back. You're truly going nowhere. And in this way, deepening embodied awareness, shoring up and filling the body with presence. I wonder, you've probably seen perhaps a cat or some wild creature walking grass or walking nature. This very, very presence-filled way of walking is very quiet and very attentive. Nowhere else, not thinking about lunch, but just, just here. And so we're gathering ourselves in to just be with the walking. And you know, if you feel a little bit bored, no problem. It's good for us because then something can open up. If you feel restless, no problem. We'll talk more about these kind of reactions we can have to settling. So we, we have to sort of take these challenges. So uh, we'll continue to evolve the walking meditation uh, instructions as, as uh, the day uh, goes on. If, if you have very good health and, and you're a little bit more of a, a sort of outdoorsy type, uh, you may want to walk barefoot to have an extra contact with the ground. But uh, uh, see, see what, what uh, feels uh, uh, that it works for you. And so uh, you may want to, to stretch a little, and, and if your body's a bit tired, that's also fine. But let yourself have most of the time for the walking. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.